Hi, and welcome to Rate That Album, the back and forth album review with myself, Paul Muadib, and my great friend, Joe Freming. Joe, how are we doing tonight, buddy? Um, <laughs> uh, well, I sat through almost an hour and a half of William Shatner doing something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so we are doing William Shatner's third studio album, Seeking Major Tom. Now, I want to preface this and say that his one with Ben Folds has been. I actually really enjoy that album. Um, I don't know if you've heard it, Joe, or not, but I personally enjoy that album. Yeah, I don't think I ever have. I've never really had any interest in I mean, because it, it's just it's he's spoken word, so I re, I really struggle with that sort of thing. So you struggle with an hour and a half of spoken word. Yes, <laughs> an hour and a half of the fake uh, William Shatner. <laughs> what do you mean the fake William Shatner? Go on, sir, explain he, this. We talking about the real William Shatner died in 1968 in a car crash, Paul. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And they just, it's the fake one. Yes. I remember this now. Yeah. My yeah. Apologies. This is, this is, this isn't uh, William Shatner. This is William Campbell. Canadian <laughs> actor who Gene Roddenberry hired to replace the dead Shatner in the original Star Trek show. They couldn't replace the lead a second time. You know, they already replaced, replaced Pike. That's true. They did replace Pike. That's, and, that's you know if you play the Ballad of Balbo Baggins backward, you know the Leonard Needmoy song. Mm-hmm. There's a hidden track that here's a hidden message that says, "Beam me up, dead man." <laughs> Beam me up, dead man. Beam me up, dead man. Oh, brilliant! Love it. Um, I hope our I hope our I hope our audience got that reference because that was an amazing reference, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, this is considered a concept album, which, okay. Well, it's hard to have a concept album when it's made of songs written by bands that have nothing to do with each other. This is what I was going to say. So, I mean, it's really a cover album, but it's considered a concept album, which I I don't know if that makes sense. I I don't know if it can happen. It's more like a theme. Like, he took the – so he takes – the char- David Bowie's character, Major Tom, introduced to the world in the song Space Oddity, which is on here. Mm-hmm. Other ca- other musicians have taken that character, but mostly, you know, I-, I think the lead track, Major Tom, that's a cover of some band that was like a tribute to Bowie. And Bowie pretty much turns this character into a giant piece of shit in the song that I don't know why Shatner didn't even include it, because it's a perfect end <laughs> Major Tom with Ashes to Ashes. Oh, I love that song. Although I think uh, I did read up that uh, the song Black Star has a reference to Major Tom, too. And that was on Bowie's fantastic last album. Which is a great album, which is a great yeah. album. Yeah, it's it's it it sounds like what Twin Peaks looks like. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a great analogy. That is a great analogy. Yeah, I absolutely love that album. It actually sucks. I remember telling a friend of mine, I was like, wow, Bowie still got it. I can't wait for his next album. And then he died. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, he died like a, I think a few days after that it was released. It was three days after it was released. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think right before it was released, uh, he, it was revealed he had that cancer. 
mm-hmm. that's what the black star is referencing. I guess that's a reference to like a black tumor or something. I think so. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So this whole album just reminded me I could be listening to a lot better album by a lot more talented artists. So thanks, Paul. You're good. <laughs> I would have been listening to David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's um. Let's go through this. So there's Major Tom, which is the Peter Schilling cover, um, and all these all these tracks feature different people. And I think the best way to go through this, Joe, would be almost like track by track. Yeah, that's um, fine. I took notes for each track. Perfect. So we got Major Tom, the, the Peter Schilling cover featuring Nick um, Valencia of The Strokes, which, why? <laughs> yeah. No, and, and, and he keeps re- bringing back, it's like, like a coda throughout the whole, at the end of songs, like, He's bringing back Space Oddity. Space Oddity, Major Tom. I think he brings back Rocket Man at one point, which is really jarring. Yeah. It made me it made me think that something was wrong at first. Like when I was listening to it, I'm like, wait a minute, am I getting the the wrong that is there a mistake in the in the production? But no, it's on purpose. You know, the question the answer to all your questions about this album, Paul, is yes. <laughs> yes. Well, well, yes is on the album, so yes. <laughs> and we'll talk about that when we get to it. Um, you know, there's certain things here that work. I mean, I, I know spoken word is whatever, but you well, know, there's it, stuff on here I really liked. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's just I'd rather it had been like a thirty to forty-five minute album instead of an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that that I will agree with because yeah, there there's things in here that are good, there's things in here that are boring, and there's things in here that don't work. Um, and twenty tracks of it is too much. It's it's a chore. It's it, I'm gonna be honest, it's a chore to listen to. Um, I think the first one, Major Tom, I really like what Shatner does with it in terms of his you know spoken word. Um, yeah, I think I've never worked. heard the 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 this the original song so i just like eh uh, yes this is this is how it's opening and then it goes then it goes into space oddity (laughs) i have a i have a big issue with this one paul i brought this up to you in a message (laughs) (laughs) yes you did yes you did what did you i'm gonna i'm gonna do you have a quote here let's see uh let's see where is it i'll just bring it up right now yeah the guitar player on this song is uh, Richie Blackmore from Deep Purple. Uh, w- one, he doesn't do anything that sounds remotely different guitar-wise from Bowie's original. It's just right. a good guitar. And Shatner covers a few songs later, Space Trucking, a Deep Purple song he wrote, doesn't play on it. well no but he had ian from deep purple on it and johnny winter but we'll get to that um yeah no isn't that some of these that just shows like okay so people they don't know uh, richie blackmore's a giant dick (laughs) (laughs) i think it's like it was either like my reasoning is they had another person from deep purple on that track and he didn't want to do it (laughs) Oh God! That. That's or he just didn't want to do it because it was a deep purple song. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would make sense because he doesn't add anything uh, to Space Oddity in any way, shape, or form. Like 
there's not it's it's almost like a karaoke cover music yeah, by a guy who who doesn't know how to sing so he's just reading the lyrics from the prompter and he's pretty drunk yes yes absolutely then we move into a song that i don't think really works with the with the concept but we're gonna say it does <laughs> which is in a little while the youtube cover featuring lyle Lovett. hey i was actually like when he lyle starts singing i was like well thank god there's some musician <laughs> some something musical on this album i was like thankfully yeah and I will admit, I actually like this cover. I I do. This one was 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 to me was yeah, a good I, one. I put it as a good one just because I like I like Lyle Lovett's voice. He yeah, has like a unique voice. Uh, uh, he was the one of the best punchlines for Norm Macdonald. Yeah, he was. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, Julia Roberts and Lyle Lovett announced they're getting divorced. When asked why, <laughs> Julia Roberts said, "I'm Julia Roberts, and he's Lyle Lovett." <laughs> Lyle Lovett. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God. Oh, rest in peace, Norm. You were a genius. Um, yeah, you know, and there's something about it that I think works with Shatner's. Um, yeah. yeah, spoken yeah, word. It blended well. I mean, the song doesn't really work with the space theme, in my opinion. But it, at least the song, like it, it wasn't like because the, the what comes after this was so fucking grating. <laughs> like yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to punch Steve Miller himself. It's bad. Space Cowboy featuring Brad Paisley and Steve Miller. And it is a shit cover. Oh, God. It's. This is like it's. The bass line is all over. And Brad Paisley comes out of nowhere as like fucking country twang. And like, I'm, you know, there's people out there who like that. I don't understand it, but whatever. I'm not going to be snobby. But mm -hmm. for me. I hate that kind of country, and that just grated on me. Yes, and the fact that like Steve Miller was along for the ride on this made it worse. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Um, when that when when Brad Paisley kicked in, I was just like, "Fuck!" and it completely it comes lost out of me. Nowhere too. It just yeah, it around, man, like fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Yeah, no that that track. Did not work. Um, next, we moved to Space Trucking, <laughs> the, the, the yeah. Deep Purple cover, featuring in pace of Deep Purple and Johnny Winter. Yeah, and uh, this was weird. <laughs> I wrote my notes. This sounds like something you hear, like, Tony Bennett in, singing in the 60s from, like, a mafia-run club in Las Vegas. That's a wonderful, wonderful picture. Yeah, that's, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was it's not good. Not, it's not I mean, good. Tony Bennett's good because he can sing. Shatner can't. No, and it doesn't work with this one. It really doesn't. Um, Let's go to the song that made his musical career a thing. <laughs> he does a redo of his infamous Rocket Man. He does do, uh, and it's a with, with Steve Hillage um, of Gong and System Seven. Um, I don't like this version as much as his original. No, well, here, okay, so when he did the original, it wasn't a joke. People need to remember when he did his album in, was it in the 70s? Yes. It was like spoken word. Like he took it seriously. Like I, if, you know, I think he was like trying to channel like Kerouac, 
like because it felt like very beat poetry type shit. Very but, like trying to do with uh, with popular music. Mm-hmm. And now he's in on the joke, and it's not as fun. No, and it's just you know it's a much more subdued version. Like I mean. It wasn't a joke, but it was funny. Like Rocket Man, yeah, the original. But a lot of humor is the best humor to me. Sometimes is the unintentional. Mm-hmm. Like when, like Tommy Wiseau's The Room. It's the right. funniest fucking movie I've ever seen, and it was not intended. <laughs> no, it was not. No matter what they fucking tell you, it was not intended that way. No, no. So like shit like that to me is just hilarious. And like so when he's redoing it, I'm like. He knows people think this is a joke, and he's just leaning in, and it's it takes some of the magic away, I think. Yeah, it does. I mean, it, yeah, drop this one, listen to the original, because the original is way better. Um, next one is one I loved. I um, love this, too, with Bootsy <laughs> Collins. <laughs> Fucking Bootsy and Pete Meraz of Moody Blues, and yes, she yeah. blinded me with science. This is a fucking gem. Oh, well... <laughs> I like Thomas Dolby. Me too. Like my boss, when I worked at CD Warehouse, he was really into Thomas Dolby. He kind of got me into them. So guy's fucking talented. Mm -hmm. And this was just like a fluke, like many early 80s hits were. Uh, Yeah, I really like this. Like it's funky as fuck, man. It's funky and it's fun. And uh, like, you know, the, 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 the play between Bootsy and William Shatner feels really organic and great <laughs> yeah and at the end like if shatner i don't it's like he was clairvoyant because i think he he saw where america w- would be in 2021 when he says all this science i don't understand <laughs> <laughs> very true uh remember there was a time when if you didn't believe in science you failed <laughs> <laughs> No, you fail upward. No, you fail upward. Then we go to another one I really liked, actually, which was Walking on the Moon. Yeah, um, that was bad. The police cover with uh, Toots Hilbert. Um, and, yeah, I kind of, you know, oh, I, I like this. Right? What's that? From Toots and Mail, right? Yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah. I I like that. Um, I really, for some reason, this one, I really enjoyed the way it was done. Um you know the 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 toned down um uh music uh the guitar everything it just for some reason i really liked that one it was a little bit more of a mellow track yeah yeah because then we go into <clears throat> the worst bar band cover of spirit in the sky i've ever heard in my life i hate the original so any i, I don't hate mind it one. i like i like the the guitar riff a lot and i like the uh i like the fact it's written by a jew for jesus so <laughs> that, that's I'm a, fair i'm a sadist so whatever <laughs> <laughs> and and this one features uh peter frampton which i don't know what frampton did on it <laughs> oh the guitar riff like it, I, I expect better from a guy like say what you will about frampton because yeah his his albums like really suck but he's not a bad guitarist. So. He's not. He's absolutely not. He's actually a like, really good guitarist. You listen to his stuff in Humble Pie, like, like he was a really good rock guitarist. It is. Yes. Game. Yes, he was good. But whatever. But then he went down Peter Frampton way. I think it was the um, was the uh, hanging out with the Bee Gees uh, that fucked him up. Um, 
but God, I yeah, this is a bad cover. Like I said, I don't like the original a whole lot, and this just made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of worse, Joe, Bohemian Rhapsody. My favorite song in this whole album. With John Welton of King Crimson. <laughs> yeah. Best song in the whole album, Paul. Oh, God. Explain, sir. Oh, it, what's there to explain? It's just pure magic. <laughs> I, and I really get a kick during the rocking part, you know, like, you know, this, like the scene in Wayne's World when the song gets to the rocking part. And he just goes for it, man. And I, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> it was Poor amazing. Like, he, just, he went all in on it. It was just... <laughs> He does. I'll give him that, man. He, he he gave it like he gave it at least forty percent, <laughs> opposed to the other fifteen percent for the rest of the album. Oh God, no! It's for me. Oh my God. Yeah, no, he does. He goes in, um, and good for him. Because um, it goes wrong on him with Iron Man. So oh, I'll give it to you. Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the, next week, get the Silver Machine, the Hawkwind, the Lemmy cover. Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't remember. A lot of people don't know. Uh, Lemmy Kilmeister was in a prog rock band called Hawkwind. I actually like this cover. I do uh, like Wayne this Kramer cover. from the MC5 is playing the guitar. Yep. I thought it was pretty good. It was. It was really good. And Carmine Appas of um, fudge, uh, Vanilla Fudge and Rod Stewart's in on it. Yeah. Um, ha- yeah. Hawkwind was a, was also another underrated band. And they fired Lemmy, <laughs> which did us all a favor because he got one of the best rocks of all rockers of all time. Yeah. <laughs> then we get. OK. All right. Then we get Mrs. Major Tom, which is. Featuring Cheryl Crow in the in uh, written. Joe, this is not featuring Cheryl Crow. Shatner's, it's just Cheryl Crow. <laughs> it's just Shatner's not on this song at all. He's oh, not. You know, he, he had to go to the bathroom at some point. Paul, like, he can't just be standing around singing nonstop while they're recording. He's got to get somebody else to. It's 20 <laughs> tracks. Like, you, know, you got Shatner on 19. That's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. It's jarring that it's just, and this is a boring cover. The KIA cover is actually really good. Um, it's it's a boring. Like I'm not a big Cheryl Crow fan. That's just I, I I'm not. I find her somewhat boring. And the original had some really good overlays of the voice and things like that. And they try to do it towards the end, and it doesn't work very well. I don't know, but. To sit there and say this was featuring Cheryl Crow. No, this is a solo Cheryl Crow track on a Shatner album, yeah. which is weird enough in its of itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, was not good. No, no. Um, next we get Empty Glass, the Tea Party cover with Michael Schenker of UFO and the Scorpions. <laughs> yep, I wrote. I have uh, two words in my note for this. Largely forgettable. Yeah, it's it's we're hitting the doldrums of the album. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, and the original again um, is is a is a is a good song. It's you know, a lot of people haven't heard it. It's a good song. I honestly hadn't heard it till you know I went to find all the songs that that they had covered to listen to them. Um, it's actually a really good song. It just it didn't play well here. Um, 
Next, we get Lost in the Stars, the Frank Sinatra, the Frank Sinatra cover featuring Ernie Watts of Zappa and the Rolling Stones. Yeah, this was another forgettable song to me. Like, I nothing stood out for it to me, so I really didn't have a whole much to write down. No, it's another boring one. Um, Shatner feels like he's in ten percent. He just doesn't care. Um, that's my opinion of it. And again, Ernie Watts didn't bring anything to the table for it. Um, Joe, Joe, Gilmer, God damn Gilmer, yeah, God actually got Gilmer, learning to fly, which we discussed at length in our momentary lapse of reason review. Uh, I wondered if uh, there was a way to make this song worse, and you know what? Shatner didn't find a way because it's about just as bad as Pinpoint, so. It's a watch. <laughs> it's a wash. Um, yeah, with uh, Edgar Frozy of Tangerine Dream. Yeah, hard to um, make the song worse, Paul. It's just, it's just. It, it is hard to make it worse, and that's the thing. I mean, in a, in, it's, in in one way, I felt it was better because I was like, okay, well, at least it's not really Pink Floyd. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it sounded like the musicianship sounded sounded like Pink Floyd Muzak. Yes, yes, it did. Um, and but you know, I'll be honest with you. One of the things that pointed out, though, having Shatner do it in spoken word, is just how bad the lyrics are. Yeah, they really song. made the lyrics shine, and they're absolute <laughs> shit. They're absolute shit. It's like, like, yeah, like, no, this is not a good song. Like, when you listen to Shatner putting out the words, and you go, "That's what he's fucking saying." God, that's awful lyrics. <laughs> Now we go into back into some country, Paul, with Mr. Spaceman. Yeah, featuring Dave Davies of the Kinks. Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> Did not like. Hated it. <laughs> Hated it. That reference might be too. Right, we might be too, you know, <laughs> dating ourselves, but yeah, men on film. Fantastic. <laughs> You're getting all the references on this one, this uh, <laughs> audience. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is a bad cover. Like, the I'm not a big fan of the birds, honestly, to begin with. No, uh, I like them. I like like some of the Graham Parsons stuff, but I like his stuff with Flying Burrito Brothers. Uh, I, I, the birds just do nothing for me. No, they don't do anything for me either. And this is, um, oh man, this is a bad one. No, the me, whole this album's just a downhill spiral at this point. It doesn't <laughs> get better. It, it just progressively gets worse. Well, okay. I next one is Twilight Zone, the Golden Earring cover with uh, Warren Haynes of Government You and the Allman Brothers Band. I actually like this one. It works for what yeah, the song is. Yeah, it was is. fine until it started getting to the seven minute mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking long. It's bad. It's it's a it's a long track. It, it, it they could have cut. Considering two minutes the golden earring song was what three minutes? Uh yeah, it's not that long. I think it's about three four minutes. Yeah, um, but but Shatner's. I mean, length aside, Shatner's voice and what he does with it works well with the lyrics and what the song's about. But yes, seven minutes is is too long. Um, next we get struggle. <laughs> which is an original track by William Shatner and the album's producer, Amel, A- Adam Hamilton. Oh, you mean the, the guy from, uh, <laughs> God, was that bad? L.A. Guns. L.A. Guns, yeah. Not <laughs> the original <laughs> member. He's like a uh, second wave L.A. Guns, you know. Yep. 
the post lawsuit of the eighties, Elliot. Yes. Um, and we'll get to him because uh, we'll talk a little bit about Adam Hamilton. But um, I hated this one. Yeah, uh, it it's bad. not a good. It's just like a ballad. It's kind of, and it's not the ballad of Bilbo Baggins. No, beam me up, dead man reference. No, it's it's not. It's this is it's a struggle to listen to this one. It, it, it's not <laughs> as bad as the next track. We get into Iron Man with Zach Wild. <laughs> And Mike Ennis of, Al- of Allison Chains. And let's not po- forget, we get a weird Ozzy Osbourne knockoff vocalist that he's singing over. Yes. Yes. He couldn't he's... even get Ozzy to do He had to get some guy who kind of sounded like Ozzy. This was bad. Now, um, so Paul, if we're talking, what's the worst thing that ever comes out of the black sabbath name <laughs> forbidden or william shatner's iron man. <laughs> oh god oh shit um oh this uh iron man with a bullet for me <laughs> yeah I, I mean i mean not a 40 minute demo or iron man yeah i mean no it, no question about it uh this was it, uh, it offended all my senses, like with the Lindsey Buckingham album. Like it just, it was like stinging me in all the wrong pressure points, making me just hate life listening to it. I just, and wow. I don't, and I don't the the whole Zach Wild the 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 whammy thing that he does. I don't like it. I've never liked it. I get people really like Zach Wild. I don't. So you combine Zach Wild with Iron Man. Uh, with, with with William Shatner, and to me, it's a double whammy. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's not even the worst on this album because that comes with the closer. <laughs> but the first song in this album is a Duran Duran cover, "Planet Earth," where William Shatner sounds like a robot. Yes, and it's with Steve Howe. Yes. <laughs> I think so. I think it was Auto Tune. Now, now this one says it was with uh with with uh with uh, Steve Howe. Now in twenty twenty, yes in Asia, yes from yes in Asia. Now Steve Howe told Rolling Stone magazine when they asked him about this, he said, "quote Get lost, get absolutely get lost, and you can print that." I played some really good things on that, and they aren't on the recording. There's none of me in there at all. There's some guy playing what everybody else could have played. And I said, look, I'm not going to play the part that everybody knows is part of that song. That's easy. You can't make anything of it. So I did some single line stuff. God knows what happened. But when the record came out, I put it on and there was none. There was none of me on there at all. As much as I think that William Shatner is fun and all that, he's a good friend of the bassist, Billy Sherwood. But that is rude to credit me. And not have me on there is just about the nastiest thing you can do. It's not a good thing to do. Steve Howe was pissed at this fucking song. <laughs> yeah, I was too, but for different reasons. <laughs> Which leads me with knowing that. You know, you know, there's some of these tracks, I feel like some of these people who they brought in weren't on it. And, well, I mean, Space Oddity, you wouldn't know it was Richie Blackmore unless he was, except for the credit. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you, you had that. Um, 
I mean, Rocket Man. Uh, what what did Steve Hillage do in it? Um, you know, yeah, you, you you knew Bootsy was was on was on Blind Amino Science. Okay, great. Um, but what did Frampton do in Spirit of the Sky? That was you know you know what I mean. Like some of this stuff just isn't. Um, like John Wetton of King Crimson on Bohemian Rhapsody. What the fuck did he do? <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Yeah. This is a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> I warned you we were going from the shit into the shittier. I warned oh, you. I don't know if it's shittier than Forbidden. It's just... This one was just longer. <laughs> It was long. It was better produced. It was better I'll produced. Give it, that. it was better produced. <laughs> it was better produced, and there were songs on it that I actually could enjoy. Yeah, yeah. So that's a wash. I don't know if it's the worst one we've heard yet. <laughs> I think that still goes to fucking either a mandolier or Saint Anger. Oh God, that's still yeah. I I, I give it to Saint Anger. Saint Anger is still the the worst thing I've listened to. I'm still pissed about that. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's, you know, uh, there was a show, I think we talked about it. There was like maybe three reviews of this album out there. Yeah, um, three professional reviews, at least <laughs> I <can> find. <laughs> so <clears throat> what is interesting about this album, though, and I don't think you would have known, is that it released at number one on the Billboard Heat Seeker charts in America. It debuted <laughs> at number one. That had to be a fluke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it must have been a bad week, but it debuted at number one and number 147 on the Canadian album charts. What is that difference? <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about um, Peter Feroli, who did a review on on Cover Me, um, uh, Cover Cover Me songs. Did a did a review of this album um, back when it came out. And, um, you know, the first word that came to mind when reading the lineup of guests and their 20 galactic themes covered was epic. <laughs> Not my first thought. <laughs> no. That was, what the fuck? What, yeah. And he says, uh, you know, when you arrive at Silver Machine, the, the Hawkwind song featuring Wayne Kramer of MC5, um, you feel as though you're sitting next to Shatner in a 70s plush lounge with lava lamps lit. Keeping things funky, Captain Kirk has hailed the mothership and beamed with Bootsy Collins. Um, the closing track from Trans Planet Earth features Shatner's voice in a robotic a staccato over the riffing guitars of Steve Howe of Yes and Asia Fame, which we know isn't true. <laughs> um... This guy loved the album, and uh, he gave it four and a half stars. Sounds like a real waterhead. <laughs> I don't think this is a four and a half star album. No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Like, I don't uh, even think I'd give it a star. You know, like, it's just like, eh. No. <laughs> it's not. Um, Everything yeah, about it seems to be wrong, you know? Like, it just... <laughs> I, I didn't see it but apparently there's a music video for bohemian rhapsody and the new zealand herald labeled the video as quote typically bizarre <laughs> apparently new zealand's the only people that saw it i don't know 
Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I give it one star. There's some things here that I enjoyed. I mean, I think if you had gutted um, basically Mrs. Major Tom down um, and maybe ended with Twilight Zone, um, got rid of Empty Glass, Lost in the Stars, Learning to Fly, Struggle, Iron Man, Planet Earth, um, and just had it a 12-track album, I think this would have been a better album. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. It's just, it's so bloated. Bloated like the man himself. Yeah, it's... (laughs) Well, now you met William Shatner, didn't you? Yeah, I met him at Comic-Con, did a photo op with him, with my ex-wife. And uh, what he did smelled you... like he smelled like bourbon. <laughs> that's just gonna ask you what, what your statement to me was. He smelled like whiskey. <laughs> yeah, he smelled like whiskey. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure those comic cons pay the bills, and they're not a whole lot of fun. So I don't. I'm not entirely blaming him for wanting to booze it up before having to do his photo ops. Oh man, yeah, he was he was weird. He he looked like, <laughs> he looked like he was made out of plastic. It was really strange. Oh really. Yeah, his skin looked all fucked up. Oh, God. And this and he was... smelled like whiskey, and his skin looked weird. <laughs> he just sat there. He didn't even say hi. He just, like, looked at the camera. Was... Oh, really? He was fucking, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't even say hi? <laughs> no. Well, I think he said hi to my ex-wife, but, like, that was it. Like, he just, he was just, you could tell he was just, like, just get doing the motions to get the fuck out of there. Oh God. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I, if you get a chance and I know this isn't a great album to introduce on, but I wanted to go to a bad album and I knew this was a bad album. Um, his has been album with Ben folds is actually a really good album. It, It truthfully is. Um, there's a lot of things in there. He does, you know, he Ben folds. Um, there's a great, you know, um, uh, common people cover that he did of, of pulp, which has got a lot of notoriety, um, which I think is a brilliant cover um, that he did with Ben folds. Um, they play off each other very well. He does stuff with Henry Rollins that works very well. He does things with Amy Mann that works very well. Um, it was lightning in a bottle. In my opinion, uh, the has been album. It truly is a great album. Lightning in a bottle did not strike twice on this one. Uh, well, you didn't like his uh, 2020 album, The Blues. Oh God, I haven't <laughs> brought you know I haven't brought myself to listen to it yet. To be honest with you, there's a lot of like the same people on this. You have Brad Paisley, Richie Blackmore. <laughs> Oh, God, can't heat. Jesus. <laughs> I know. I haven't brought myself to listen to it yet. I I, 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 I know it's there. What about Shatner Claus? <laughs> <laughs> you did the Christmas album, Paul. Are you going to play did, that for your children? The he, did do, he did do a Christmas album. And it is... Henry Rollins sings Jingle Bells with him. Oh God! <laughs> we might have to bring this up once the holiday season starts, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, um, we're just a few we, weeks away, Paul. We're gonna we have to do that and just root off the red nosed reindeer. Um, no, I have I have a I have one that I'm gonna totally bring up for it when we get close to the holidays that um, uh, I, I think needs to be listened to. But yes, he did do a Christmas album. It is what you would expect. Um, it is. 
Shatner and all his fucking glory. Um, <laughs> Joe, uh, would you? Rick Wakeman and Ian Anderson on his Christmas album. <laughs> He's got Iggy Pop on there. Got... I know, I know. <laughs> it's 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 what you'd think it would be, dude. It's it's hilarious. I mean, it, I. Yeah, that's, that's in my pocket for around the holidays. We'll be listening to Shatner Claus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Um, you know, he's got jingle he's got, bells, jingle <laughs> bells. <laughs> oh God, Blue Christmas with Brad Paisley again. Oh God. <laughs> He must really like that Brad Paisley guy. Oh my God! They must just get along like, uh, uh, like, uh, oh God, fuck Brad Paisley. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah, Rick Wakeman, <laughs> and Ian Anderson. You got the classic yes guys <laughs> doing silver bells. <laughs> Silent Night with Iggy Pop. White Christmas with Judy Collins, Felice Navidad with Danny Bender. Yeah, dude, you're gonna have to break that one out for the uh, for the yeah, office. I'll, I think. We'll, 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 we'll do that during Christmas. <laughs> Todd Rundgren. <laughs> yeah, Todd Rundgren. The guy who discovered Sparks is now <laughs> crooning Christmas carols with William Shatner. <laughs> Oh my God! What a strange, strange world <laughs> that Todd Rundgren has lived. Um, Joe, this, this is just proof that we're in the darkest timeline. <laughs> <laughs> William Shatner gets a Christmas album. Oh God! You know the the, the funny thing is, I, with all the Christmas songs that come out, they play all the same shit. I would actually welcome the occasional fucking Shatner song. I think if I was walking through the mall and heard a Shatner, Shatner's Winter Wonderland come on, I'd be all right with it. <laughs> I guess. What the fuck's a mall? <laughs> God, we really dated ourselves on this album, didn't yeah. uh, In this episode. <laughs> Remember we called each other, called people on rotary phones? <laughs> oh, God. Remember when we used to go to a store and rent VCR tapes? <laughs> you used to have to buy porn in a porno store? <laughs> Remember when a dime bag cost a dime? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, uh, would you recommend William Shatner seeking Major Tom? No, no. It's like we like if it was down to like I'd even say ten tracks instead of your twelve. If it was ten tracks, I probably would, but not at not at not at twenty. That's just that's just you're demanding too much out of what is essentially a novelty album. Yeah, uh, I would say, um, you know, if you're curious, there's definitely tracks to check out. Uh, I mean, you know, the the she blinded me with science with boots. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I'm not putting any of these on a on a on a you know a mix. That's just I cannot have this shit pop. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till you get to the Christmas album. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, she playing me with science. You know, that's a great song to check out. His cover of Bohemian Rhapsody for what it is is. Worse. I liked it. I actually liked his cover of that. So, um, you know, uh, there's you know, Walking on the Moon. I liked that cover. I mean, there's things here where I'd say, check it out. You know, if it, it's a, it's a curiosity. Uh, but it definitely isn't something that's going to be playing all the time, uh, you know. And definitely don't be the guy at the party that puts that takes over the fucking um, aux cord and plays this fucking album. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't be that fucking guy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, there's definitely some tracks to check out. Huh, Joe, what do you got going on at the Joe Down? Uh, this week we're going to be releasing the review of Steel, the Shaquille O'Neal Superman movie with no Superman in it. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what Brown has up next. He hasn't told me, so. Oh, God, yes, Steel. Steel, you I, know. I, I watched the first half hour today at the gym, and it was uh, laugh out loud bad. <laughs> it was just. It was bad. Like it's a Peel O'Neill has no. I don't know if you would ever assume this, Paul. Peel <laughs> O'Neill can't really act. Uh, no, and I know this is a controversial opinion, but he's not a good actor. <laughs> no, no, Shaq's. What are you? What are you talking about? Shaq has a great IMDb page. What are you talking about? He's been in a lot of he things. As well as he can throw free throws. <laughs> I mean, he was in Freddy Got Fingered. That's a fantastic movie. I don't know why you're joking about that. He was in he was in Kazam. Remember Kazam? Yeah. God. Oh my God. Don't get in the Mandela effect. Um yeah, no, Shaq's, I, I don't know. I think that's a controversial take. I think Shaq was great in The Simpsons. Um, so, <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. All right, well, Joe, what album are we doing next week? It's been a sausage fest here for a while. So I'm going to go to a, a female singer. Okay. And I'm going to do an album I like, but I don't know if you will. All right. Uh, we're going to do Lemonade by Beyonce. Oh wow! All right, going going straight for the hits here. All right, we're going, we're going for yeah, yeah. We're doing lemonade. Wow, we're going from William Shatner to Beyonce. Hey, all we're right. all over the map here on Rate That Album. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah, absolutely. I I know a couple of tracks off of it, but I don't know the full album. So I'll be interested to to listen to this um, all the way through. Um, and you, you said you like this album. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm like, I, I, I've said this before. I'm a sucker for female pop singers. Like they just like, you know, whatever. It's just how I am. All right. Perfect. Well, unless they're like auto tuned or that bad baby who wants everybody to cash her outside. <laughs> how about that? How about that? You know, like, we're making celebrities out of people who just butcher the English language. Oh, God. Another reference that people aren't going to get. <laughs> she's a millionaire now, Paul. So what? Doing, yeah. What? She, she had an OnlyFans and everything. So. Are you serious? Yeah. 
fuck, I hate life. We live in the darkest timeline. (laughs) God damn it. We live in the darkest fucking timeline when that kid's a fucking millionaire. God damn Dr. Phil. He's a real doctor. (laughs) God, he's like Dr. Oz, except less likable. Oprah really ruined this world. (laughs) God. Bullshit. (laughs) Hell, Bundy was right. <laughs> oh god, we do live in the darkest time when Al Bundy was right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, fuck. Do you want to take us out? No. 